Welcome back to Out of the Crossfire. I am not Adam Thomas. Thank I'm God. your new host. Well, he's off being busy doing other stuff, isn't he? He's upgraded himself to an Out of Lives podcast, hasn't he? I am Ben Noether, and I'm joined, hopefully, by a reoccurring cast of characters. Firstly, it's the uh, meaty fish man himself, Dave Wyatt. If he's upgraded to Out of Lives, have I downgraded? Oh, yeah. definitely. Damn. Yep. Wow, it's the mother pod. I should really reevaluate my life choices. Well, to exactly. be fair, I, I ran in, um, the mother pod for all of two episodes and a lost episode. So I, like, uh, up, then down, then side graded. Yeah. <laughs> Just all over the place. Um, that other voice you hear is the Welsh wizard himself, Jimmy Martin. Yeah. Uh, what's his... Hello, you crazy cats! That's the worst what? Welsh accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Did you even try? No, I didn't. I just was trying to remember what he, what he said. He says crazy cats quite a bit. That's all I got. Does he? I've of, never of course. a Welsh accent. Of course, that's not Jimmy Martin. Cause it's Jimmy Martin doing an amazing Canadian accent. That's true, yeah, it could be. Jimmy's off showing his wife a good time. Uh, so we are joined instead by Mr. Adam Kerji. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello, hello. Good. So... Out the Crossfire 2.0. We're coming at you fresh with lunchtime podcasting. It's better than doing it in the evening because everyone's tired from day of work. Um, so now we can actually, you know, put our all into this. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even started work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I'm good. So excited. We're going to try and. Oh, get. Pap. Oh, pap. Oh, We're don't you know, when keep... I'm not on Tank hey! Up, I'm the worst at derailing podcasts. Hey, there's no beer involved, is there? So um... Somehow beer makes me less derailing. Yeah, yeah, it appears so. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and keep a very similar, uh, you know, podcast to the Out of the Crossfire that you enjoyed in previous years. But we're going to, you know, spice it up with our own, uh, our own personalities a little bit as we go on through the episode. So... Out of Crossfire. We're going to start with what we've been playing on PlayStation. I was going to say PlayStation 4, but, you know, people might come at us with some uh, PSP games, PS2 I like you, games. I like how you, you know. went to PSP and not Vita or PS3, the two semi-still-supported yeah. platforms that they give away uh, games with. Uh, no, one's, no one's playing those, are they? That's true, actually. I haven't turned my either on in months. I think that's the first time anyone's called a PS Vita a supported system. <laughs> There's free games. Mm. That's sem- semi-supported. So, Adol, what have you been playing on PlayStation recently? Recently, um, I, uh, fans of other Out of Lives podcasts know I've had some some issues with my eyes, so I haven't been able to use the TV properly. Uh, so I I have restarted Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice, because it had been months since I played that first hour, and I thought. I can redo this hour. Good. So, uh, it's still great. Still very new at it. Still want to see more. Waiting to see more big dinos that everyone's told me about. And still basically an hour in. So I've managed to finally go back to the game and have the exact same amount of progress. <laughs> That's right. You've got so much to enjoy. Um, so much to discover. That, a week or so ago, you and I did play a game um, called... Bushido Black and White on the PlayStation 4 device. We did. Yeah, yeah. Cracking and that game. is a great game, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah, we uh, 
We had, uh, I guess, uh, um, one minor glitch was the fact that if you're two people and you play like capture the flag with bots, it doesn't just it doesn't evenly distribute the bots. So we didn't even notice until halfway through the match that it was three on one. Mm. <laughs> it's a very odd setup to uh, to do it that way, but it it definitely made for um, an interesting match. I'd like yeah. to be a, a lot more I, comical than I thought it was meant to be. I assume you won. Because if you didn't, that would be a bit tragic. Who, Ben? Ben was the the three. Yeah, yeah well, he actually did three. win by as much as you thought. Oh, I thought didn't... it was no, I thought it was you two and a bot versus a bot. Oh no, oh, no, 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 no! It was it was Ben and two bots versus myself instead of Ben and a bot and myself and a bot. Like it was, we picked different sides I and see, we said I add see. two bots, and it's like we'll add two bots to that side. Um, yeah, that would be tragic if it was us two and a bot versus a bot. Um, but yeah, the sad thing is it took us a good five minutes to like realize that that was the case <laughs> I blame it on the fact that of course for those of you not familiar with the game um, the environment is sort of in wide swaths of um, black and white and they switch and when you're a black character and you're not moving and you're on the black and the background is black you're actually invisible and vice versa with the white um, so it's actually quite easy to not be able to track all four characters at the same time especially when you're not concerned with like you're concerned with where's the enemy and where am I you're less concerned with where's the bot so it's quite easy to you know not notice that three of the bodies that sometimes appear are the same three bodies and there are three of them yeah it's it's very twitch in that way that your your eyes are constantly sort of darting around the screen and then back to your character to make sure you can you, know, you see exactly where you are and, and actually, you're only really concerned with what's like almost immediately next to you, rather than what's going on in an opposite corner of the screen. So it is very difficult to to keep track of where everybody is and what's going on, uh, which adds to the fun. Very much, and and I've only ever played it um, at EGX, and yeah, me with, too. With um, Ben here in in the in the same room as my, as myself, and there are online modes, but I have no urge, despite really enjoying it, I have no urge to play online. So even though I really love the game, uh, I don't know how often I'll play it because I really love the game as a couch co-op side, like live versus online IRL mm. sort of with your opponent game. So I guarantee you, you know, when people are over, I'll want to play it. It'll be near the top of my list, but I don't actually know how often that'll be because you have no friends or friends anymore. I ah. don't. I have Ben and he's got a baby. Ah, one of those. And when he comes over, it's usually to like record videos or whatnot, or podcasts, and then we we can't play the same game over and over. Exactly. We need it's not constant. Like I hang out with my roommate. We need constant, fresh new content. Otherwise, the people will cry. Yes, they'll cry wolf, or Bushido black and white. That's the case. <laughs> nice, uh, Dave. What have you been playing on PlayStation? Uh, I actually, PlayStationing. yeah, I have. I played um, LAPD. Oh, wow! Oh, shit, what's that game called? Wait, 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 wait is this, the, is this swear, the, the VR um, lap dancing game? No, what's that PS One game? Something uh, LAPD, Future Cop. Future uh, Cop. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah. Oh wow, that game's still quite good. Not bad. Not bad game. I'm playing that on uh, PSP. Oh wow! <laughs> Speaking of. <clears throat> my uh, probably my newest PlayStation console, 
uh, my most up-to-date PlayStation console, as it's the only PlayStation console I own. <laughs> it's a handheld, not a console. Hey, that's bloody consoleism. That is. That's the only the only PlayStation gaming device you own. Should we say it? It is currently the only PlayStation gaming device I own. So why am I on a PlayStation podcast? Well, because we have nobody else to do it, and we. Well, and, and, and you keep and, saying and you're going to buy one. I, I yeah. do. I will. You constantly go, oh, I might buy a PlayStation fact, 4. This oh. was the month that you were going to buy one. This was the month I was going to buy one, and then I bought a tablet. But I might be getting the money back for that tablet, so... Uh, right. It, 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 might, it might still happen. It might still happen. I, mean, I was... You know, I'm waiting for there to be a huge backlog, you know, backlog of games I can play. Um you, that, that there is which I already. guess would be now yes yes there are a huge backlog of games you can play especially if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber and you can just click on all of those uh, games every month and just associate them with your account um, yeah and, I am, and then as I'm soon as you've got that. your console you can just download you know well, I've a, got... a number of games to, to, to get going on yeah I've got a, uh, a PSN account because I've had a Vita which sadly passed away um, oh no! I didn't actually know that. Yeah, and I've never replaced it because you know it's Savito. Yeah, it, it, it's still. <laughs> I've played everything a, that was on that. Uh, yeah, uh, loved it though. It was a great, great piece of hardware. If only Sony had loved it too. Um, so I've got a PSN account, and I did have PS Plus for about two years. So I have got a collection of games for when I mm. eventually get one, as long as they sort of stay linked to my account, which I think is what happens. I think it yep. does. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. Um, but I am thinking about renewing that and start picking up, considering I now have the intention of getting one. So, yeah. right. mm-hmm. um, for, for those of us who don't actually know about Future Cop Lap Dance, could you tell us um, a little bit about it? It's a mech shooter from the PS1 days. Uh, I I remembered it quite fondly. It is a bit janky now. But, um, yeah, you just go around in uh, what looks like a, a RoboCop ripoff. You know... Mm. God, yep. what was what was the the RoboCop that's got like two legs and? You mean the Ed two hundred nine? That's the one, yeah. Ed. Oh, that's the best one, the one that cries yeah. like a baby when it falls downstairs. It basically looks a bit like that, and you just go around blowing everything up. There might have been uh, a story, but I didn't really pay uh, attention. Now, to is that. it um, is or like are you in like the in the mech itself, or it's are you... it's sort of top down. Uh, think twin stick shooter, but before twin stick shooter was a thing. So it's, oh, okay. it's a hard one to explain. It's it's an it's it's worth going back to check out, but I mean, don't go out of your way to go back and check out. Yeah, if you've got it, maybe give it yeah. another go. But uh, uh, yeah. don't go searching know, for it, perhaps. Maybe maybe you'll stumble upon a, a, a backup file of it on the internet because you, of course, everyone listening owns it already, but just can't find the. Yeah, the that, that's it. That's yeah. it. And it, of course, it's okay to you know Use emulate files. games that, that you, uh, you know you already own, obviously. Yeah. So yes, yes. Let's go with that statement. Um, yeah. I'm going to roll us into um, sort of our next Wait, segment. No, I, I'm going I'm to roll my game oh, plus I our next segment into the same thing. So, so, so I'm tripping up the segue a little bit. Leaning back when you're trying to lean forward. Thanks. Confusing Thank the gyros. <laughs> uh, confusing the six axis, perhaps. Um, oh. So we're going to talk whilst Dave doesn't have a PS4. We're going to make suggestions for games that he should play Ooh. once he's got one. Uh, so 
I think our first suggestion this week rolls into the game I've been playing, which is one of the free uh, PlayStation Plus games for July, which is Until Dawn. Ooh. Which is absolutely fantastic. Now, before you explain to me what it is, yes, let me try to remember what it is. Because obviously it's had a lot of coverage. And yeah, I have, it has. I've heard about it, and I think I read about it. This is the game that's the horror movie type pick your own adventure type game like the Telltale game yeah. not made by Telltale sort of thing is that right? sort of sort of yes you you, you do get um, choices it, it does revolve a lot around it's um, got the girl from Heroes in it yeah yes. it has uh, Hayden Panettiere that's the Bad one well done I always yeah. think I can pronounce her name and then I look start saying it I would have just I called see the word but oh, oh yeah. yeah I would have just called her Hayden because Hayden Pantyface you know. is what yeah. I usually end up with it's, it's probably also, not PC oh, what's the lad's name I've forgotten his name it's also got um, the guy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in as well um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you mean uh, the Marvel TV the, the, show the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show uh, um, Ward, Grant Ward, whatever oh, his actual oh, name guy. is, yeah, he's Grant in it Ward. as well, and he's he's very good. I think he and Hayden Panettiere are hey, sort of the two main. Are they supposed characters. to be teenagers? Yes, they are meant to be a bunch That's of sort of fucking um, reach, I suppose college American college age, ah. so late so teenagers, they, yeah, sort of they followed the, the sort of movie trope of casting thirty-year-olds to play teenagers. Well, to be fair, it is a video game. We often get. Voice actors of very different ages. Yeah, but they look—they look like they're actors. Don't but they're they? not. Yeah, they're not just the voice actors. It, it's the character models are the actors themselves. Yeah. Are I guess and they've done very well at, at actually capturing the, um, you know, the actual people and portraying mm. them as these characters in this game. But the whole—not uh, the whole point of the game—but it is very horror B movie esque. You know, from the writing, a little bit of the pacing some of the acting it, it does hit those kind of movie tropes um, that you get I suppose it's just they try and pace them out a little bit because this is a a 10 12 hour experience rather than getting all of these you know tropes in a, an hour and a half two hour movie as such so you do get periods of time where you just get sort of dialogue a little bit of exposition not much happens it's a little bit slow moving you're not constantly hit with jump scares and, and stuff but it's paced very well that there's enough through it to um, to keep you playing uh, and you know it does a good job of, of having sort of those quiet moments a little tense sort of exploration where you maybe decide to take one path over another you go into a building where you don't and then it will really ramp up the action um, and something will happen and suddenly you've got a you've got to run for it and you you get the option of either taking the the safe route or, you know, maybe jumping off of a, a a very small ledge, which you know could injure yourself. But if you hit the, your QTEs um, on time, then uh, you know you make the jump and you get to where you're going or get away from what you're trying to run from um, in a better fashion than if you meditating the the safe slower option. So it gives you a little bit of choice, but it's not it's not huge. So it's it, it is like Telltale then in that it. Regardless of what your choice is, the outcome's the same. Like really, sort of. I mean, just, it's, are... it's good. At, it's making it's good at making you feel like you've actually had a, an impact when you probably didn't. Sort of thing. It does, but I think I'm I'm about halfway through at the moment. 
Um, and I think actually the choices that I've made will probably um, impact the later game. So, um, you know, it, uh, as, as most horror movies, characters disappear. I know through the game characters can die as well. I've not experienced that yet. Um, but characters have started to disappear and we haven't revisited them yet. So I wonder whether they will reappear later on and whether I made it to them or whether I was a little bit slow to get to them in a previous chapter might impact you know, how they are later on. So uh, there's still a lot to be, uh, to be discovered. So. Um, it also has a really cool, uh, well, I, I think a neat way of guiding um, the horror, which is you, it cuts back to uh, the, a survivor of the incident in therapy without revealing who the survivor is and the, yeah. and the survivor talks about things they're afraid of in the first uh, instant I think so mild spoiler alert and mm -hmm. you get a pick between what is it like scarecrows and spiders or something like that yeah yeah it tries to to match up a few things so I think kind of like the test ones are, are you afraid of, of flying in a plane or of crowds um, and right. then the ones that actually impact are, are you afraid of snakes or rats and then rats reappear a few choices on with spiders. Um, or are you afraid of clowns or scarecrows? Or scarecrows and uh, something else, I don't know what it brought up, vampires? Probably not vampires. Uh, but it, it, it tries to essentially through this create a list of the top thing that you're scared of. Uh, and it does the same later on and actually it, it shows you images of each of the characters um, that you, you play as throughout and says which one do you like more than the other, which one do you dislike. So it's trying to form a list of who you prefer character-wise. Yeah. And I don't know whether that also impacts on the game um, or whether it's more of a psychological effect that when you're jumping back to this doctor in between chapters, whether they maybe just give you some some slight little hints or... or you know, put thoughts sort of towards you that then might affect how you come into different situations or the choices that you then might make. Um, you know, as you're as you're playing through it. So, I think it's very clever. It's a very clever yeah. game. It's definitely worth um, picking up. For and I, I think actually, it's probably one of the first games that's come out on um, PlayStation Plus that I would say it's worth becoming a new subscriber for if you're not already. I, of course, have played the first couple hours of it uh, well over a year ago, probably mm. even half ago, and then um, forgot about it. Why? Yeah. Why, now, why did you forget about it? Did, did you get bored? Oh, literally, life went to shit about a year and a half ago, and I just stopped playing all games for a while because I was dealing with... So it wasn't the game's fault is what I'm getting. No, no. Yeah, yeah. And then I just, when I went, got back to a world with a PlayStation 4 and, and time for gaming, I just didn't start up again because I kind of forgot and I knew it was always there and now it's always always there and I have a disc so that's the thing that I'll have to sell for about two quid because of course you know, the resale value has gone to shit because it's 17 days into the free month yeah be, um, you'd be a little bit wary of that I know people have said that um, they've had the disc for Until Dawn they have got rid of the disc whether they'd sold it previously or now that it's come out they've re-downloaded it and their installation is asking them to uh, insert a disc, so it's wow. almost as if the system recognises that you should that you've you've loaded initially from a disc, so you should have a disc present. 
Well, so I'm not sure if there's a workaround sure. for that, but it's something to think about. Maybe something to uh, well, investigate before try you try out. to do yeah. it. That's a bit shifty. Yeah, it sounds like more a bug more than than a um, <laughs> Sony trying to screw those three people who own the game and still have the disc and want to resell it. Yeah, it sounds like standard PlayStation Network, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Well, like, over on the green side, uh, I've done that many times with free games, and it's never been an issue, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe some more investigation should be done. Mm. Uh, and if you do do that, Adol, you can you can report back next time you're on. Uh, yeah, let us know exactly what happened. So, Right, let's move into the news. Do we have a jingle? We've got a lot of news. Uh, we might have a jingle. I don't know. Adam dun, 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 dun. There you go. The news. Thanks. Maybe a more PlayStation news-centric jingle next time, Dave. Uh, well, that's your task, your homework to think of one. Hmm. Yes, yes, good. Uh, we've got a lot of news to cover. We're going back right to uh, 2016, when the last Out of the Crossfire um, <laughs> episode aired. So we've got about 3,000 PlayStation news items to get through. Huh? Okay. Sit down then. Yep. No, we're not going to do that. Fuck that. Yeah. PlayStation Pro still going to come out? Do people care? <laughs> Next article. Do people care about the PlayStation 4? Pro. <laughs> oh, shit. It's all just PS4 Pro hate mail. Uh, we can probably skip it. We, we, we'll, we'll skip a lot of it. We'll skip a lot of it. Let's go back just a couple of weeks. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, as you're playing through your, sort of your first playthrough, uh, proper adult, Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that once you've finished, you can jump into New Game Plus on ultra hard difficulty. Uh, the game uh, got a patch a couple of weeks ago now, um, which I think it was right at the beginning of July, um, which essentially gave you a New Game Plus, so you can replay again, keeping all of your um, abilities, keeping all of your items. Um, I don't know whether that's in preparation for um, the DLC, uh, the Frozen Wilds, which is coming out soon. Right. Whether that's going to be sort of more high-end content that you need to have, uh, you know, maybe finished uh, at least a run-through uh, of the game, um, and whether it's um, you go into New Game Plus and then start the DLC, or whether you can just go straight into the DLC whilst you're playing, um, I'm sure we shall find out soon. But uh, I know we've just talked about uh, Until Dawn being our sort of our pick this week of top games that Dave should play. Uh, but Dave, you got any interest in Horizon? Uh, yeah. Uh, who hasn't got interest in Robot Dinosaurs? Look how well it improved the Transformers franchise on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, I mean, being an Xbox player, though I do have a, a PC that can run, you know, reasonable games, you know, I have been missing out on games this year because we don't have any over there. And then, You've got the big, obviously Zelda was huge, but Horizon was the other massive game that came out this year that you couldn't escape from. Everyone was mm. talking about it. Every podcast I listened to was talking about it. You know, it was on the side of buses and things like that. So yeah, it definitely piqued my interest. But a few people I've spoken to have said, you know, it does things that other games do. It just does them better. So it's like a greatest hits, and that always worries me a bit because if it doesn't feel like a fresh game. I'll probably lose interest after a couple of hours. Yeah, fair. I mean, it, it felt fresh enough for me. Uh, I absolutely adore uh, Horizon. I think it's a fantastic game. You know, as you say, Robot Dinosaurs. Who doesn't love, you know, sticking it to Robot Dinosaurs? Exactly. Yeah. Especially with sort of 
almost Stone Age weaponry, like bows and arrows. And you, you well, do I get... do. I am partial to a bow and arrow. In a, I think every yeah. game should have it, like every mm. game. And yeah, if I'm you can have bow and arrow and dinosaurs, you know that's three of my four. Wait, wait. So you're saying that one of your favorite games is Far Cry Primal? Yeah, you know, I haven't played that because there's no dinosaurs in that, is there? Prehistoric. No, animals. it's it's yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of mammoths. If they had gone, and... if they had gone the full, you know, Jurassic Park sort of, yeah, you know, just I know that cave people weren't really a thing when dinosaurs around, but if they just, if they just, because no. I love, I love Far Cry, Far Cry with dinosaurs, even if it's DLC, I want it. But so, hey. did you like Blood Dragon? Yeah, I did love Blood Dragon, but again, that was I... too sort of sci-fi, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's still not what I want. Yeah. Still not you, what I want. You, you want to have to be able to kill things that you shouldn't physically be able to kill because there's no way like, to kill a dinosaur. I mean, we are really in. off topic, but I like the, the hunting aspect of Far Cry. And if I can yeah. hunt velociraptors and things, then I would have been all over that. Apparently. There's not been a decent dinosaur game, Horizon aside, for a very long time, is, is my point. Yeah, not since uh, Jurassic Park on the Sega Genesis. Ooh. Which was an awful game. Jeez, that was that was awful. Awful. I, know, I quite like Dino Crisis. Uh, yeah, Dino Crisis being... is good. But that was a long time ago. That was, what, 20 years? Yeah, Turok games. Uh, I think you can get those on the uh, PSP. Turok? Yeah. Mm, on PSP? Not sure. Uh, emulator sure. for N64, perhaps. But... I was going to say the last one I played was, was on N64, yeah. I thought it was... Uh... Eh, who knows? Maybe, maybe one day, Dave, we'll get the you know the ultimate crossover, the one you you clearly want, and we'll get Far Cry the Animus edition, and you'll be I'm uh, okay with that. Betsio's yeah. fucking prehistoric oh, ancestors. If that would get me back into the Assassin's Creed franchise, sod fucking Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking of Turok Evolution, uh, which came out on the PS2. Ah, okay. I was nice. Not, nice. Didn't know that was a. a I honestly didn't know it left the N64, to be honest. Yeah, well, it came out in the GameCube era, so it came out on the PS2 and the GameCube and the Xbox. It was a full platform. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't realise that. Well, I don't think it did well. Good. Well, let's let's move on to another relic of the past, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, or a the relic insane of the trilogy. past, I guess, too. Well, well ancient in, in our lifetime, I suppose. Um, Crash Bandicoot, insane trilogy was the biggest single platform launch of the year. Um, I'd found a lot of articles which said this, but none which actually gave any numbers uh, of course not. Uh, to what had actually been sold. Um, it, all that we know is that it's done better than um, Horizon, which was right. the biggest single platform release. Um, but it hasn't quite done well. It hasn't sold as many as Wildlands, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is the biggest launch this year so far. Uh, oh, interesting. The Wildlands is still my game of the year at the minute. I know, Ooh, I know, really? I know it was really janky, but that game is fun. I was playing it literally last night and the night before. Uh, I I miss playing it. That's one of the games that I think I'll 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 probably be hassling you to play now that I can play games again because. Uh, it's really garbage in single player, but it's really fun with people. It is. It is. A, it is a hundred percent a multiplayer game. Like, I, although I've played for a lot of missions in single player, it's 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 not great. It's it it is not a perfect game. But when you've got a couple of people, there is some satisfaction to be had in there. Uh, anyway, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, <laughs> off topic. That's sort of. Yeah, fuck it. it. You know, 
It's sold well. Yeah, great. Okay, give us some actual numbers. Uh, I am surprised it sold more than Horizon. Really surprised. Um... Well, it's it's got the nostalgia factor, hasn't it? Horizon's uh, a new well, and I IP. Guess it's also um, Horizon's a specific type of game where almost anyone, any t- anyone who plays games will be you know an old school platformer or something they may pick up. While Horizon might not be your cup of tea, sort of RPG, you know, action. Yeah, very much. Um, I I did see a lot of um, posts in various sort of um, online gaming groups, which said, "Oh, I I picked this up for my you know for my partner, mm. someone who doesn't play games normally, but because of that nostalgia factor, it's a game that they maybe experienced when they were younger. Uh, it it pushed you know a few more sales. So I think that's got a lot to um, to do with it. When I uh, do get a PS4, uh, this will not be a game I'm getting because Crash Bandicoot is wank." Fair enough. Fair enough. It's definitely one I'm going to be uh, missing this yeah. year. I think. Never played a crash game, so the nostalgia I... factor really doesn't go for it. Yeah, yeah. Not even nostalgia. I don't understand the love for the franchise in the first place. I never got into it in the you know on the PlayStation all those years ago. I actually recently replayed the original on non remastered on on my trusty PSP, which is yeah. You know, um, it's a bad game. Bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I just don't get the love for for the the mascot. Like I know, back during the launch of the original PlayStation, it was you know he was t- he was going to be their next Sonic, even though he was left behind in the dust. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not <laughs> not for me. No, PlayStation have tried lots of sort of mascot characters, haven't they, through the years? Um, what was the, the the skeleton soldier from Medieval? I like tried to push him for a little while. Where's my remastered medieval? Like that was that was yeah great. yeah, that was good. Uh, Spyro, Croc. There's loads of games. Croc, they I tried mean, to have sort of these mascot platformers and, and tried to push them, but just never quite done it. And even more recently, um, people like Cole from the Infamous games, uh, who they shunted for the you know the the most recent Infamous game. Um, what was that? That sort of Smash Bros. Um, game that they bought. Oh, oh uh, Sony Battle Royale. Yeah. Yes, Battle yes. All Stars Battle Royale. That was yeah, it. there you go. Um, and that's that's full of them. It's full of those sort of mascot characters all trying to fight each other. Was Crash Bandicoot in there? Did anyone play yeah. that game? Like, how are we supposed to know? I who thought, was in I there thought it was that? only the. Um, oh, I for, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was only um, Sony first party. It may be because ba- Crash Bandicoot is Activision, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah, so it may yeah, only but... be Sony First Party, yeah. But I think that's a actually that might be a um, a PS Plus oh. game, maybe a, maybe a PlayStation oh, Three so version. Ratchet's in I don't it. Think there's a PS Four version. Um, Dante's in it, and that had Kratos uh, in it, didn't it? Yeah, I think I played that on the Vita. Yeah, there was a I Vita think version. So, yeah, it wasn't very good. It wasn't. It wasn't Smash Brothers. That's that was the problem with that Why? game. Yeah, it wasn't that thing he was clearly trying to copy. Yeah, and it it was quite obvious. As well. I mean, it had some really cool ideas, and they just it doesn't have none of the characters they used didn't have that sort of brand recognition that that Nintendo has, like the iconic right. characters in there. The, I think of the roster of what fifteen, sixteen. I knew perhaps three of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. They should have worked on that. If they'd got if they'd got Crash Bandicoot, and even though they went for the whole first party characters, that might have done a bit better. Well, I don't know if they did. 
because uh, is Devil May Cry? Um, That's Capcom. So that yeah, was and, so and Dante. Like, was, I mean, if they it, got Nathan Drake, I, I, I and and Raiden from Metal Gear, it looks like they did a good. I, I may be on the wiki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't look like it was first party. I was wrong on that. So no, Re- Revengeance was uh, multi-platform as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting, interesting. Maybe yeah. just Activision wanted a bit too much money for Crash. Yeah. Well, or that they came couldn't out, work him into the game enough. Maybe. Didn't that came out around a similar time to sort of the Skylanders uh, when it was Possibly. huge? Perhaps Activision didn't want to give him Crash Bandicoot because they had plans to put him in Skylanders. Because he, did, yeah, he did come to Skylanders eventually, didn't he? Because they had Spyro. They did. They both came out at the same time. Last year, I think. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not really up on the whole Skylanders thing, so. No, no. Let's let's move on past nostalgia. Uh, and Dave, there is actually a way for you to play some PlayStation Four games um, without owning a PlayStation Four. Tell um, me. The next news story is that PlayStation Now, the uh, subscription service, has added around about fifty PlayStation Four games. And the thing with PlayStation Now is you can actually play it through uh, a Windows PC as well. Or a Mac PC, yeah, Mac as well. And apparently mm-hmm. you can you can jump through hoops and get it on Android as well. <laughs> I'm not I've well, not, there you I've go. not done There's that lots though. of platforms that you can play it on. Um, but it's all, you know, older PlayStation 4 games. Um, Killzone Shadow 4, what actual PlayStation games are there on here? I actually, oh, for so some reason, party. cannot load this list up. Oh, it's yeah. got Resogun, Helldivers. Oh, Helldivers is PC. WWE 2K16 is 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 not that. No, old. Tropico 5, which you can probably buy on Steam for about four pounds. Uh, Alienation. Yeah. That's that's not a bad uh, uh, PlayStation game. Uh, God of War 3, remastered, fine. Dare the Tentacle remastered. Yeah, okay, fine. But a lot of these have already been uh, PlayStation Plus games. Yeah, which kind of makes sense. Or it does multi-platform because I've got a few of these elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, what doesn't make sense? What doesn't make sense is that it's twelve ninety nine a month. Still, yeah. Now I've I've used PS now, and it, yeah. it was a while back. It's about six seven months ago. I uh, used a free trial on my neglected PSN account, and I you played it on a um, Lynx Vision tablet, which is the Windows ten tablet that came with. Xbox like controllers on the side, uh, sort yeah, of e- emulating almost, but without the style of the Switch. So imagine a Switch, but not a Switch. Windows 10 is dead, and you're you're halfway there. And I played uh, the DLC for Last of Us because I'd played Last of Us on PS3, but I never played the um, oh, okay. the campaign whose name I can't remember. You know Ellie's campaign, uh, Left Behind. That's the one. Yeah. And I played that, and it ran pretty well surprisingly well Um, so this was Wi-Fi only I I wasn't using a a wired connection and I was in a different room to my router and I played it with almost no input lag a couple of times there was a little bit but it was only sort of during really high actions you know pieces so lots of stuff going on so yeah I, I would definitely be open to having this subscription if it wasn't twelve ninety nine a month, yeah, it's yeah. really expensive. It is expensive. Um, just before we move on to the next um, news story, 
Does anyone know how much the um, the almost Xbox equivalent the games pass. of this is? Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I used I used the free trial on that, but I can't remember the price. I'll just have a quick look. Because because I'm pretty sure it's not that expensive. Oh, it's no. definitely not that expensive. Um, I don't think it has it's... as many games as PS Now has at the minute either. Okay. To be fair to it, but what? that allows you to download, so there is no streaming. Yeah. So mm. everything. Yeah, you don't. You, you don't get the convenience of being able to play it on, on other platforms, yeah. um, but you do get the fidelity that's missing because you actually get access to the games. It that is nine ninety nine dollars. It's so seven pounds ninety nine per month. Okay, that's which, a reason. That's a, that's a better price. It is yeah. a better price. I think even well, if, if PlayStation now came down to closer to you know eight ninety nine, even if it was nine ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, well, I uh, think I think. Nine ninety nine is still slightly too. I mean, only you're saving you're saving thirty quid a year that way. Yeah, yeah. which is which is an extra game. If you game, haven't played, uh, if you haven't been in the PlayStation camp for for a long time, and so are interested in the like the hits of the past, I think easily would be a good value for like six months if you just sort of bought it and well, play a bunch yeah. of those older games. That, but I don't think it's what ever going to be like a. I like I like which we PS Now or Xbox Live where it's just one of the, and Netflix for example where it's just a, a, I feel I pay for entertainment that I always pay every month. I think this is definitely a more situational. Uh, once you you know run through the games you're interested in, you probably won't stick around. Um, mm. The other thing is uh, I also used my PS Now trial about six months ago, and it was I also used it on a tablet and a PC on the PC on the Mac. On my Mac, using the Mac client, it was kind of glitching slow. On a PC, it was okay. On a tablet, it was great, uh, like Dave was saying. But it actually, I found it, because I was playing on a bigger screen, when I was actually playing PS Now games on uh, the PlayStation on the TV, you could tell how much scaling was going on. So okay. I'm not surprised that on the laptop and on the tablet, it looks and feels really good, because you just won't notice because the screen's smaller how much downresing is going on but you really can tell when it's on the television um it's it's not nearly as crisp as as and and you know big screen can tell so i was disappointed by that when i when i was playing on legitimately streaming on my ps4 ps now that was my mm. least favorite ps now experience to be fair hmm? sorry to interrupt scrolling through there is actually some pretty good games on there oh yeah there's a great backlog it's just, if you've never played like, I think all the Uncharted games are on there. They are, Obviously yeah. There's a lot there. of yeah, PS3 yeah. games on there. That's that's. I think yeah, I, mean, I think what I might do is sideload it onto my. I've got a, a little GPDXD, which is a little Android device that is a complete rip off of the Nintendo 3DS. If I can get it running on that, I might buy one month's subscription, right. play through a few of the games I missed. But it's not something I would keep as an ongoing thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah it's fair enough, and. During the summer, we usually have a little bit of a lull of uh, of bigger hits coming out. So now might be the time to do it to sort of either work through your backlog or you know try out something a little bit different, maybe which this might be for you. So, moving on, PlayStation Four games are on PS now, but fuck that. Let's talk about PlayStation Five. What? So, yes. So what? two industry analysts have come out um, talking about uh, PlayStation 5. So uh, Damien Thong 
and the infamous Michael Pachter uh, have both come out saying that PlayStation 5 is coming out very soon. Damien Thong saying he believes it will be launched in 2018, uh, whereas Pachter thinks it will be launched in 2019. Um, now the difference to this is that Pachter thinks that Sony are waiting for an increase in 4K TV saturation into the market. Which um, makes a lot of sense. It does, where 4K, I think... Um, they believe by 2019, um, 4K saturation will be about 50%. Wow! So yeah, it seems well, it seems a lot to me. I don't know yeah. anyone. I don't know anyone who's even considering getting a 4K TV at the moment. Let alone 50, I know some 50% of gamers or 50% of everybody. Like mm. that must mm, be gamers. That's interesting. That it must be gamers. It, There's no way that 50% yeah, of yeah. homeowners, for example, are going to. My dad doesn't even know what a 4K TV is. Yeah. So it must just be gamers. That I can believe. Yeah, I mean it does it, it the only um the only thing it states uh is that it the 4K TV market will reach 50% in the USA and 35% in the rest of the world. Even I don't know whether the US are quicker on the uptake uh, uh, with new technology. I doubt historically it. Historically they have um a very consumerist culture. They do, but you think of Sort of, you know, a lot of other sort I, see, of uh, so what countries, I think like somewhere like South Korea, and they're they're really quick to pick up sort of new technologies, um, but maybe they make such a small, you know, percentage of the market, yeah, um, that that actually sort of they they don't really have that impact. I think now now it's actually tough to find a new model TV that's not 4K. Like even like we're starting to see even the cheaper brands having 4K in their roster. Mm. So I think next year we'll not see that many and I think really what's going to drive this is just general turnover people wanting a new TV and yeah. not being able to buy a 1080p I don't think 4K as a stat really is good. unless you're in the store and someone's like this one's 4K not 1080p Ooh, you know that might like but no one's going to be out looking specifically to upgrade to 4K so much as um, upgrading which will put them in 4K if that makes sense mm. Mm, I mean, we don't also bear. I mean, that we name something in 4K content. 4K content doesn't exist. Some yeah. well, we some Blu-rays the, uh... come with a 4K digital copy, but not all. And who buys Blu-rays? Mm-hmm. That's a certain little Scorpio coming out at the end of the year. They remember. Yeah, but I'm talking about in general. If we're talking about like the general 4K adoption, I don't think this Scorpio is gonna. Yeah. See, I'm someone who's supposed also. To it's not the uh, Scorpio. It's the Triple X bone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My mistake. Um, I'm someone who's supposed to wear glasses whilst watching TV and gaming and often don't. So clearly, uh, pixel perfect TVs aren't for me because I can barely see my standard definition stuff like my HDTV stuff. But um, as for a new console it next year, it does. I still, I still consider this generation as next gen like i haven't got out of that mindset yet i know what are we now mm. four years in yeah, yeah yeah it's just gone so fast it, it has i do remember um i can't remember which developer it was but i did read something um it might have been the guys making uh, a way out is that the one the uh, um, from the brothers a tale of two yeah, sons the really interesting yeah. prison break game uh, yeah i seem to remember him saying um that developing for the the, the ps4 um, was wasn't as good as as Xbox or PC now because it's you know it's four years old. Um, they're looking at developing for you know Xbox One X and and what that machine can do and high end PCs and stuff. 
and the technology in a PlayStation 4 just doesn't match that at the moment. So, you know, we are getting on and having these sort of half steps with, with PS4 Pro um, is fine. And, you know, that's come out sort of three and a half, four years into this into this cycle. Um, so it kind of makes sense for a PlayStation 5 maybe to come out in, in two years' time. You know, it's a good six, almost seven years uh, for a console cycle. And that's historically quite long. So... Yeah, we'll see. We'll Maybe see. I won't get a PS4. Maybe I'll just wait and get a PS5. Well, I was just yeah, going to say. We'll, we'll just talk about PS5s years? constantly. I've waited for. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, here's a question. Uh, are you at all considering the Pro? Uh, mm, what's the price difference on it at the moment? Uh, is it, is, is it still about 100 quid or something? I don't know if... if I, I mean... In previous years, pre-baby, pre-wife, I, I I think I would have been more open to getting... Because I'm not going to get the Xbox Scorpio. Absolutely not. I might have been more open to getting the more powerful consoles. But now, like, money isn't as easy to come by anymore. And I'm a bit more... I'm yeah. tighter, basically. I'm, I'm stingier. Yeah. That's why I'm not getting a 4K TV. And I, I, I just... I don't know if the power difference if you're playing the same game and it doesn't affect the game technically I'm not talking about visually if technically it's the same game it still runs the same then I'm not that interested but if it's, mm. if they started getting exclusive games and I'm going to be locked out of some of the newer games that would be different yeah so yeah. I think in the case of the PS Pro, PS Pro probably not um, right that said if I don't get one for the next six months and they they come down in price drastically, then I'd, I don't know. I'd have to wait and see. I'm sure. Well, speaking of PS4 Pro, um, there is a a bundle coming out with Destiny 2. That's right. Uh, it's one of these Glacier White PS4 Pros. Otherwise known as white. <laughs> yes, yes, a white one. Um, I don't you sound have like a toothpaste UK... commercial. Glacier <laughs> White. <laughs> It's the it's the mintiest of all of the PlayStations. Oh, <laughs> mm, glacial. Um, yeah, I don't have a I don't have a price for Europe or the UK, uh, but it looks like uh, the bundle, which is the uh, one terabyte uh, PlayStation Four Pro, a DualShock Four, a uh, physical copy of Destiny Two, and the expansion pass for Destiny Two is four hundred forty nine uh, ninety nine US dollars. So. I th- I think roughly it kind of equates to maybe £350. Is that roughly the difference? Maybe. I'm just well, grabbing so it. The, Rough the historic straws. It's, um, it's going to be £400 at game. £400 at game? Oh, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, but gamer arseholes, aren't they? So. <laughs> game or Sports Direct. Yes, yes. So speaking of the, the PS4 uh, Pro, uh, I know both of you have dabbled in Destiny. Yes. Does this tempt either of you, uh, Adol, first? Uh, you, uh, the bundle or the game? Sorry. The bun- Let's go with the bundle. No, uh, I have no interest in upgrading to a PS4 Pro. Uh, I have a PS4 currently. It's doing me work right well. Um, it is black, though. So, so, yeah. so, so maybe maybe I will actually get the Glacier White one. Yeah, uh, I am yeah, interested just... in Destiny uh, 2. Uh, mm. I currently have Destiny on the Xbox... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that um, the platform will really 
because now it's for first time Destiny's coming on the PC, and uh, and the people I know who are really excited about Destiny Two are actually PC are going to get it on the PC. So yeah, even okay. the game itself on the PlayStation, I'm not sure because like like I mean it's it's a multiplayer game. So whoever I know the biggest group of people going to play it, I'll I'll get it on that platform. Yeah, it's makes sense. Makes that. sense. How about you, Dave? Uh, could this tempt you for a, a PS4 I, Pro? I don't see color, Ben. So black and white, I, I don't see any difference. Um, but if I did it's see all just color, gray, isn't if it? I did it's all see just color, gray. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of white electronics. It's really weird. Uh, I know it's, it's it's quite a common thing now. You get white Xbox, white iPhones. Not that I have an iPhone, but for example, white iPads. I, I always think the white versions look cheaper. I don't know why. I, I well, honestly they show dirt more. Well, there is that and. Uh, so no, if I had the choice, if I was going to get a PS4 Pro, I'd get a black one. Um, not that I'm uh-huh. going to get one. And and I'm I'm with adult like the the people I will be playing Destiny Two with are not going to be playing it on the PlayStation. So you know, if if I have a PlayStation Four by the time Destiny Two comes out, it will not be the the, the console I get it on. So no, <laughs> this is just yeah. not doing anything for me. Uh, I'm the same as you. I don't like white electronics. I prefer everything to be a nice, crisp black yeah. color. Um, and uh, again, PlayStation Pro, PS4 Pro. Mm, I've thought about it, but like you, I've got a baby, and they eat money. They do. Literally, I literally feed my baby money for. Dinner. Yes, yes. There's there's lots of other things that my uh, my partner has decided we need before a PlayStation 4 Pro. My money is not my own anymore to be able to just frivolously purchase a new new console. However, when PlayStation Five comes out, I'm pretty sure I could have squirreled away enough in uh, in two years to um, to pick one up. Um, just to finish on this story, uh, Destiny Two, I think comes out in September, and it does have a beta, which is this weekend. Um, so, I believe anyone who has pre-ordered it gets early access on the 18th of July, which will be today, if you're listening to us, on the day that we publish. Um, or if you haven't pre-ordered, like everybody else, I think it's the weekend, so maybe Friday, the 21st. I, uh, so, I have it'd be interesting... <laughs> Go on. Go on, Adam, sorry, dude. Oh, I was just going to say, um, doing a quick look at, at prices, what is interesting is... Um, PS4 Pro uh, is about 350 quid, and uh, PS4 Slim uh, 270. So that deal, even a, even a game for and the game, the expansion pass, um, and the PS4 Pro for 399 basically means you're getting the game and expansion pass for uh, 50 quid. That's bad. yeah, that's and, quite a, good. and a quick spray paint. Yeah, so it's actually not a bad bundle if you were in the market for a white Pro. Plus Destiny and all the all the bells and whistles. I, I just wanted to, to, to throw that yeah, out there nice. for people who may actually be more interested than we are. Cool, cool, good. Um, speaking of betas, we've got another one coming up. Uh, this time for Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, I know Adel and I are excited. Should I say yep. about this one? Uh, the 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 betas happening around about the uh, 6th till the 9th of October or as with Destiny 2 if you pre-order it you get it a few days early and it runs from the 4th till the 9th of October um, as reported by IGN it comes with a couple of um, 
different game types. There's uh, Galactic Assault, which is going to be in Theed on a Naboo map, and a Starfighter Assault, which is going to be original trilogy era, uh, without much more information given than that. Uh, Adol, I'm going to start with you, because I know you're excited for Battlefront 2. Um, do you think you'll jump into this beta more than you would, say, Destiny 2? Uh, yeah, I... I um... I Battlefront Two is the original OG Battlefront Two is one of my favorite multiplayer games um, because of the scale um, and uh, yeah the scale and it's Star Wars and I had a lot a lot of fun memories of playing it on PC with with my friends uh, and Battlefront One teased that there could be a modern version of it and it didn't really get there and from yeah. all the reports and the added features that they're putting on Battlefront 2, it seems like they're adding all the things that they should have had in the original um, as far as what I wanted for to be in line with OG Battlefront 2. So I'm super stoked. Um, if I find a good price, I may pre-order it, but I mean, I don't think two extra days of beta are going to sway me to, to mm, pre-order. Mm. But I'm definitely going to be October 6th to 9th playing some Battlefront too. Yes, good, and I shall probably be joining you. Um, we'll probably be playing if we get the time to play together on PlayStation Four as well. Yeah, that, that's probably what I'll get it on because I, I have a feeling that you and I play a lot of um, Battlefield One together, and I have a feeling yes. it might be the successor for our. If, if it is nearly as good as as people are saying, yeah, mm, mm, definitely. Um, Dave, does Battlefront Two interest you? I uh, wasn't a fan of Battlefront One. Mm-hmm. Um, mechanically, I don't think it was it was great. I just think it was pretty bare bones and, and yeah. a, a disappointment. I, I didn't buy it because I did the, the open beta to begin with, and it got me excited for the game because the game modes that it offered in the original Battlefront open beta, obviously, uh, were, were, were pretty bare. But you got a feel for the controls, and that was great. And then the game came out, and it might as well have been the beta. Sure. In my opinion, um, I had EA Access free trial, which you don't get on the PlayStation for some strange reason. Mm-hmm. But it, it gave you ten hours to play Battlefront any mode. You know, the full game it gave you ten hours yep. for the full game. I think I've still got six hours of that trial left. Really? Ooh. Because after Ooh. four hours, I felt I'd done enough. It just wasn't. It didn't grab me. I'm a massive Star Wars nerd, so I was shocked that I didn't actually enjoy the game. And yeah, that said, uh, what I've seen of Battlefront 2 from the E3 footage and the uh, the other stuff, it does look like it's fixing a lot of my gripes with the first one. So I am interested. I will definitely play the beta, but I, it's not a day one purchase for me yet. The single player yeah. may change that because it does look... It, I'm waiting for reviews, basically. I, I, I'm not yeah. going to trust them to, to do the game justice after that last game. Which I know, a, yeah, it's fair enough. A lot of people enjoyed the last game. I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. It just wasn't for me. I'm not really into online shooters as much as I'm a massive Destiny fan. The PvP and sort of Wildlands. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of sort of co-op stuff more. I like the, the player versus environment stuff of Destiny rather than the PvP stuff of Destiny. You know, so I'm not really into Call of Duty or Battlefield or things like that. So it's not really for me anyway. Mm. but it's Star Wars so you know 
Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a massive Star Wars nerd too. Um, and I thought I would last a little bit longer on Battlefront than I did. But like you say, it was so bare bones that by the time the first DLC pack came out, and, it was, and the, the DLC wasn't cheap either, um, I'd, I'd already stopped playing. So I didn't pick any of the DLC up. But one of the nice things about Battlefront 2 is that a lot of the the expansions, uh, DLC, new maps and things are going to be free. So we're not going to have to pay almost the same again um, for, for Battlefront 2, yeah. which is nice. So let's let's move on to our final talking point, final piece of news. And this one is an, a game actually being released in October, which is Gran Turismo Sport, which... I think is probably one of the only um, PlayStation exclusives actually being released sort of in the later half of the year. PlayStation have taken the um, way forward of allowing sort of the third-party games to really take, um, you know, the, the forefront during autumn and the, the Christmas periods. Um, so it's interesting to see Gran Turismo Sport actually coming out during this time slot. Uh, but Dave, are you interested in Gran Turismo at all? No. <laughs> Fair I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not into racing games. And Gran Turismo is quite a. It's it's more of a simulated racer, isn't it? It's not. Yes, it is. So yeah. if I do play racing games, it tends to be kart racers or, or sort of arcadey stuff like, you know, bring bring back burnout, and I'll probably be all over that. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, it's. I've I've never been. I, I can't drive in real life. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, well, I can, but I haven't got a license, so it's against the law. Well, that's <laughs> what I was assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, not really. Yeah, just, that's fair enough. Just fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Adol, how about you, man? GT Sport? Um, I don't really... What What is the difference between the sports and the regular GTs? I guess I don't really know. Um, it's, it's just not Gran Turismo next number. <laughs> I don't know why it's they like, decided is it, to call is it, it the sport horizon instead. To the, the Forza, you know, has horizon yeah, and guess. they have the number tiles. Is it? Is it? Like yeah, I mean, it, it could be. A, it could be a little lighter on cars and maps and and things. Perhaps maybe it's got more of a um, more of an emphasis on high end because you know uh, with a lot of the Gran Turismo games you do start off in something like an MX five right. or a two hundred six and you start down and you work through your different um, driving license grades. And normally you start down at C and you're doing sort of very slow sort of basic races. Maybe sport just ramps it straight up to a high end, um, so instantly you're you know you're driving sort of things like Ferraris, um, right. you know, uh, Formula One cars, perhaps rally cars, things like that. So, it, yeah, I, I'm not sure entirely um, what the sport entails. So yeah, I would like to know that. Uh, I, I I think you're probably right that it's kind of like the um, the horizons uh, weird numbering. Um, but uh, I guess, um, no, I'm not really that interested in them. I think uh, I do love a good racing game. I do tend to go more to, towards arcade than um, than sort of simulator, which I, mm. I mean, I know the Gran Turismo games ever since PS, you know, the first one I played, I think it was on the PS2, we are very unforgiving because they're very physically real. And I know how to drive a car but not a very fast car at very fast speeds. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm 
much too uh, arcadey of a racing game enthusiast to actually bother breaking at the appropriate times and learning shit like that and then tuning them, and that's sort of half the game from what I understand. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really that into that. I think um, I just just not the demographic I, I'm, I'm in. Uh, I love racing games, but, like, I'm much more likely to buy a copy of... Uh, the newest Forza Horizon game in Australia because mm-hmm. it's an open world fuckabout sort of. It's much more like Burnout Paradise in the sense of like you can just be in a giant map and and start races and head like this more landmarky than maybe Paradise was. But it, that's the type of racing game I like where I can just explore and there's ways of getting into sort of more structured racing if I want. Yeah, sure. Um, from my point of view, I really enjoyed Drive Club. So I'm actually quite excited for GT Sport. I've always enjoyed Gran Turismo games. Um, I, I do like racing games. I really enjoy Burnout Paradise. But again, I like arcade and I like the sim uh, races. Unfortunately, they had a closed beta, which was very select, um, which I don't know anyone who got into it. Um, mm. And I think if they had an open beta, even if it was maybe the weekend before, which might not clash or you know pick the weekend before that in fact you know don't clash with the uh, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta pick another one have an open beta and it might get a few more people interested because they'll actually see what the game's about uh, they they can understand sort of what the sport means for the series and and just see how it it works on um, on PlayStation 4 because the last one was a PlayStation 3 game so I think that would help, but there's been nothing announced about an open beta at all, um, no. which I think sort of hurts it a little bit. Yeah, I think we're in an era where, especially because this is um, the, I just did a quick search, so this is a Gran Turismo game which has, uh, it's going to focus on online rather than just only offline. Yeah. Um, so you'd think, in the era we're in now, online games um, were, are, have open betas because people want to feel what that is like. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Cool. We shall leave it there this week. We've we've blasted you with loads of news. We've let you know what Dave should play. So, yeah, basically, if it has uh, Dawn in the title, it's probably a good bet. <laughs> perfect. A perfect thing and, to And it's in. also going to be the title, of course. Yes, of Dawn course. Dawn of the Crosswords. Ah, yeah, a new, a new that's dawn. really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, and then next week we can have Rise of the Cross, and then we can have the War for the Cross. War for yeah. <laughs> we'll have Adam back on and just fight each other constantly. Mm. That's exactly what we'll do. Good, good. Thank you both for joining me, uh, Adol. If people want to um, talk to you on social medias, how do they do that? Uh, I'm at the Omniarch, T H E O M N I A R C H, on all of the things. Add me on your PSNs or your Xbox Lives. And your Twitters and your Grams and your Crackers. Nice, uh, Dave. How do people talk to you? Well, if people want to talk to me, then they just really think about that. Like it's just a very strange thing to want to do. But you can find me on um, both Xbox and PSN. Though adding me on PSN at the minute, pretty pointless. <laughs> uh, the Meaty Fishman eighty nine. I'm the the Meaty Fishman on the internets, like Twitter and stuff like that. Um, believe it or not, there's more than one Meaty Fishman on Twitter. So uh, pick the correct one. Why got to get it right? Why yeah. there's another meaty yeah. fishman? I'll never know, because I don't even know why I fucking picked the meaty fishman. But that guy has probably got issues. 
So don't add him. More than likely. Nice. Um, his name is Sam Poole. Sam Poole? Well, there you go. What kind of person's called Sam? I mean, that's my middle name, but still. Nice, nice. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm Nova underscore 47. Add me on your PSN. Play some games with us. Play Star Wars Battlefront 2 with, uh, with Adam and I when it comes out. Uh, if you want to talk to the podcast, it's out of the crossfire. Not the word, just an X. So out of the X fire on Twitter. You can also get us um, at out of lives pod, maybe, for the out of lives networks <laughs> general Twitter account. Uh, also go to outoflives.net to look at the articles that we post. You can listen to this on outoflives.net if you want, or find us in your podcast player of choice. But remember, for another week, stay out of the crossfire. Is that going to be our sign-off? Really? Is that what Adam used to say? God, I don't know. Whatever he would say, it would be in a monotone voice, put it that way. Yeah, really? and, and stay we're, out we're, of the crossfire. We're a new dawn. <laughs> So, we are. We're gonna, so we're going to sign off now with get out of the crossfire. No, we'll think of something better than that. Don't worry about it. But uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Bye. Pew pew. Alrighty. Yay.